Hello, welcome to the Going Upstairs podcast from Open Up Cricket, where we talk sport, fitness and mental health. This is the last episode of 2020, and I don't think I need to add any more to what people know about how different the year has been. But first of all, if you've been listening regularly or even this this is your first episode that you've taken in, thank you for your time. The idea behind the podcast, I guess, like everyone else who has one out there in the world, and it does seem to be an increasingly saturated market, is just to try and give a little bit of what one might have learned to people who are listening, to get them thinking and to encourage people to maybe look at things in a, in a way that they might not do if they were just carrying on uh, regardless. So there we go, really. Right. Today, I'm going to do a bit on listening, specifically blocks to listening or barriers to listening. This is a topic which is so important. It's probably the key when it comes to our ability to support others with their their journey through their their life through their mental health to support things when they're going well to to listen to the joy that people have in their lives as well as to listen to the day-to-day things that keep us ticking over and of course to be there when things aren't quite so good but whatever you do online, whenever you read uh, articles or, or see videos or indeed listen to podcasts, it seems to be the, the opinion of many that we're not particularly good at listening. We do a lot of it during a day. There was a study done back in 1989, which uh, stated that 70% of our waking hours are spent communicating and just under half of that is listening. Now, with everything that's changed since 1989, it may well be that those numbers are a bit different, but perhaps we spend even more time communicating just through different mediums. But yes, listening itself seems to be something which we're not terribly good at. And that sounds odd, considering we are able to to listen, whether that be in a passive way or whether that be in a more engaged way. And I think that's the the purpose of what I'm trying to get get at today is that there's all there's things that we can all do which help us with our listening skills. And I come at this as from a perspective of someone who used to be a a pretty bad listener. obviously depending on the situation but I can if I'm being honest reflect on times when what I was doing when I wasn't speaking in a conversation was waiting for the other person to finish and I remember a friend saying that slightly in in jest and I didn't react very well to it but now all these years later I think they 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 were trying to do me a favor they were trying to tell me that actually I could be um, a better person to have a conversation with if I would just actually be listening to what they were saying rather than just waiting for them to pause so that I could come in. Because I don't know, I think perhaps we may fall into the trap of being caught up in feeling what we have to say is more interesting or important. 
and that our involvement in the conversation they're speaking is going to be the benefit rather than listening to someone else. Now, you won't get often someone saying and admitting that because it does make one sound quite quite arrogant, quite self-centred. But I think there's definitely a bit of that in some of our approaches to listening. But also, if we're thinking about listening to people who are having problems, who are having challenges, it can certainly be that we're intimidated by what we might hear. And then there's a there's a problem of us feeling we have to fix it. And that can be from a place of of a lot of um, a, a lot of care, wanting to fix something. Someone we 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 love or we we we, we care for, wanting to to, to 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 unload to offload. Sorry to us can make us then think about well, I should be able to do something here. I I should be able to get my friend or my partner or my parents or sibling, whoever, I should be able to, in this conversation, help them to to get better. And that rush to trying to fix it, often with very limited tools and resources, can be be the problem. So we're maybe not listening properly because we're trying to work out the solution. When it's fine, absolutely fine, to accept that we we won't have the solution. It could be something very complex, something that they've been dealing with for a long time. It could be something very technical. If it's in a sporting area, you might not have that solution straight to hand. And it may be better that they work it through themselves, but, but the speaking to someone else helps them to clarify it. And what I decided to do during the the lockdown and all the restrictions that we've had was to, to pick up some study again, make some use of that extra time in front of the computer. So I'm in the process now, early stages of training or retraining as a counsellor. And with that in mind, I have to, of course, admit my limitations. Even someone who's been in that role for decades would have to say that they they only know a small amount about the the topic that's the nature of it because there's always things to be added always new experiences so I'm right at the beginning of that and I'm not here to speak as an expert but just offer some of the things that I've picked up and that uh, that I think are really useful day to day to help us listen better and some of the things that I've tried to do again work in progress I'm sure I'm far far from from the ideal listening uh, partner but these are some things that we can definitely uh, look at along there. And with Open Up Cricket, of course, there's our, our slogan of it's not weak to speak. And yet we want people to talk about how they're feeling for good, for bad, for indifferent. But that, of course, requires someone to listen. So we want to be the one there who can be the enabler for someone speaking and and, and opening up in that sense. So with that, I think couple of things to to really dig into a block that can exist or a barrier that can exist to our our listening is that we can assume in some areas that our knowledge is so extensive and and so deep that we have little to gain or learn from the person who's speaking a sort of 
attitude that we we're the expert in this and what they're saying won't add to what we already know so that's perhaps not in a helping scenario more maybe in our sport or in our working lives but that's of course quite a barrier to any form of development assuming that we know everything there's however many million 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 books in the world and no one has the capacity to read all of them and I've always thought of that as a decent analogy to look at and say well even if we are someone who has a mastermind specialist subject of this or we're a practitioner with 35 years experience who knows there might just be a different perspective that someone else can offer and in the case of a helping conversation our knowledge might be based on having spoken to people who've experienced problems before or similar problems and the rush might be there to think well, actually what they're saying I know what I can say to them in what they're speaking about but it's not about us it's not about the person listening it's about the person that is talking so even if we're feeling that what they're telling us isn't anything new we really need to listen to see what it is they are trying to say um if it becomes a more emotional conversation that can lead us to to perhaps zone out or tune out because we feel sort of like i mentioned earlier intimidated by by the content of it and that we might feel even if we don't admit it inadequate in that we don't know what to say which can be difficult um but also there's another block around only accepting what agrees with our own beliefs again this is probably moving away from a a helping conversation but in general we i, I can i can only say we was thinking about my own experience and, and this is sort of filling in what i'm what i'm talking about in terms of only drawing from our own experience and not properly listening but I know I do it. I know I'm more likely to listen or engage with something which is from a similar view to me. So the reason why I listen to certain podcasts or I'll read certain books is because it's in a field that I'm interested in. And it will generally be authors or academics or players, coaches, whoever that I feel I've already made a judgment on. I feel that they can offer something that I'd be interested in. So that's always there. But then even within a conversation, perhaps when we're more forced into a conversation in a setting where we don't get to cherry pick our diet of information, there can be that element of as soon as someone mentions a, a, a thing which we're opposed to or against, that, that that shuts off our active listening we're just going through the motions because we think oh god this person was saying this and this rather than actually listening and perhaps trying to understand and empathy is the word that gets used frequently in this um which is a skill it's something that we can we can work on and some of the things which might get in the way of, of us listening properly are some of the physical or environmental factors around us the, the basics like a noisy, a, a, a noisy room that we're in. Something distracting in the in the background. I found this if if I'm doing a a session for opening up. If you've got 
something particularly distracting behind you that can really be difficult to to work along with for example if you're stood and there's a game of football on the tv above you of course people are going to naturally look up at that or there's something going on behind lots of people movement and so on it can make it difficult to listen even if people's intentions are of course to listen and to be uh, be attentive and time i would say the thing that has made me a poor listener uh, at the times where i have been is my mind being on what i where i'm going to or what i've got to do next and being concerned about is this conversation going to make me late for something and i remember reading in a book uh, a couple of years ago and i was racking my brains for which book it was i don't suppose it matters it was we're talking about leadership political leadership in fact and how because the the politicians or the leaders in these scenarios have their diary taken care of for them they have their schedule organized they have an assistant who will keep them to that they can then just concentrate on what's in front of them because if they're going to run over then the assistant will come over and say we've got to go off here now etc day to day probably don't have that so there is that split in our minds between what's going on currently and what we might be be missing if we if we let it go on too long so they're all things that that are that are there and will will have impacts on us so before i move for, move forward to this sort of solutions or our ideas I just want to run through probably quite quickly here some of the classic listening barriers and blocks and this was just has been discussed recently on my uh, on my course we can certainly be guilty of making the conversation about what you want to say i've said this before waiting for someone to stop and not listening maybe trying then to turn the conversation round to something which we want to talk about so even when someone might be confiding in us a difficulty in their life it could be that we're then saying in actual fact oh i've had an experience like that i can share that with them once they finish speaking or i can give them some advice based on my experience and it may be that they're asking you for that advice and saying what would you do and in a friendly conversation like that of course there's nothing wrong with saying this worked for me but to get there it's really effective to just listen to what they're going through rather than hearing a few trigger words and saying ah right they've mentioned this they've mentioned that i did this and this worked for me listening more fully might mean that in fact what they're experiencing is very very unlike what you went through and maybe your advice might not be completely um, applicable and that links to these things that we can get with like red flag words these can be for things where we latch onto them um and we we maybe use it negatively and think we hear that and it makes us makes us move away from from listening because that's triggered in us something which makes us think about something else or puts us off what they're saying so with that we can perhaps look at maybe just taking a moment and and, and asking them to to pause and to look a little bit deeper into what that means 
We can be guilty as well in in these barriers of ignoring cues and clues because we're focused on the outcome rather than the process of the conversation. We can make assumptions and judgments. The person there doesn't really want to be judged, particularly in a helping scenario. If we're saying things like, oh, that's awful, that's sympathy. But what we really want to move towards is is empathy and, and actually getting in, and, in their shoes and understanding what they're going through. Can also a barrier can be if we're sort of placating or patronising, if our response is also inadequate. So if someone has really un- offloaded a very difficult experience and we just say, oh, right, oh, that's, oh, that sounds bad, when really it might be something for them which has been beyond bad. So <clears throat> how we respond really shows how well we've been listening. Lack of empathy, not understanding that it's what they've experienced, not understanding that for them it made them feel like that, not for us it would make us feel like that. And bringing in your own interpretation is natural, of course, to say, well, from my perspective, for this, for this. But our frame of reference is not what someone else exists within. They have their own frame of reference. And the best way to truly understand how someone else is, is to have that real attention on what they're saying, to give ourselves the best chance to get into their frame of reference, to see if we can look at it from their perspective and reflect that back to them. And this links to how I'll conclude with some of the solutions or some of the the things which can help and can aid good listening. One barrier is to just sort of parrot what someone has said, which does display that you have been listening on on a base or surface level. But to truly listen, we want to reflect back or, or paraphrase what they've said to maybe help them look at it, look at what they've they've said in a slightly different way. But in terms of the solutions or the, the techniques that may work well, this, what I'm going to say now, it sounds so obvious, but like with anything, the intent is the most important thing. Having a genuine desire to listen to someone will then make us able to listen and we'll focus our attention. How many times, and be honest, how many times do you enter a conversation, someone's talking and maybe you don't want to listen to them or you are having your mind on other things or you're slipping into some of those barriers to listening. But what about just having every bit of attention on that person and truly listening um, having your full attention and in the world we live in this could be something really as simple as making sure your phone's in your pocket making sure that you're in a space where there won't be distractions and making that obvious to the other person so that they can see yeah okay they are going to listen to me and if people feel that, that that's there and that trust can build then they'll be more likely to, to really speak freely Paraphrasing what people have said is a, is a, is a good way of, of, 
of showing that we're listening and also helping us understand what they're listening. Because by paraphrasing it back to them, it gives the person speaking a chance to elaborate, gives them a chance to maybe to maybe clarify what they've said to expand. But we, of course, can ask for clarification um, and stop if needed and, and give ourselves a chance to process it. Rather than letting someone speak at 110 miles an hour and not really follow what they're saying, a little intervention to say, if I, we could just oh, stop, pause a second there, can I just clarify what you've said by that, what you mean by that? Again, it shows that you're listening and gives them a chance to develop what they're saying. We can also do this, of course, by questioning and open questioning, yeah, if at all possible. One, that, a question which does not just require a yes or a no or a closed answer like that. Something which, again, gives someone the chance to explore a little bit more about what they're saying. And really, as we move on, if we can reflect the feelings that those people are, are having. So if it's a, a happy thing, we will probably find ourselves smiling and, and, and engaging that happiness with them. If it's something a little more sad, then the same would apply from there. And at the end of a conversation, summarising is a great way to, to, to depart, to pack it all up and, and say, so if I've, if I've understood this right, what, you're, what you've said to me is this, this and this, um, just to make sure that that you've understood them properly because that was what your role as a listener there was to understand what they're saying and to listen to them fully. And if appropriate, depending on the conversation, it could be that there's some signposting. It could be that we look towards where they can get further help. These conversations, of course, aren't just all about someone going through a difficult time uh, with their health. It could be something which is sport focused and it is appropriate to give some advice or to say what to do. Just like it might be to, to say, if we've got some knowledge in an area, if someone is struggling with a particular thing, it might be worth contacting this group or this organisation who have expertise in it. It's not passing the buck. It's not giving advice in the sense of what you've got to do is this. It's giving them a little bit of a step towards where they can go. But to finish, how do we get better at listening and listening effectively it's the same as everything, practising. And it might sound a bit odd to go, I'm going to practise listening today. But if we genuinely want to get better at it, then some practice is really useful. Have a listen, maybe on the bus or on the train or when you're watching some telly or a, a clip on YouTube and just apply some of those things as if it was a conversation and just have a bit of fun almost with it to experiment about where you might see your listening barriers and blocks being and then apply it as time goes along um it really helps you to understand yourself as well as being of, of real great use and utility to those around you so to conclude this is something which i've become really interested in over these last few months since since um since september in starting studying this area and these are some reflections based on my studies so far and what I've been reading and, and, and so on. Of course, this is not the definitive guide to listening. But hopefully there's something in there that maybe makes people reflect about, are we good listeners? Could we do more? Because when we're saying to those around us, if you've got something you want to speak about, let me know. 
do we put people off by how we then respond to their talking by being poor listeners? So I wish you all the best uh, for Christmas and the new year. If you've got any comments, any feedback, please do let me know if you've enjoyed it. Let others know, uh, leave a review on the um, iTunes or wherever you've accessed this. Otherwise, cheerio.